you are about to enter Chuck versus the podcast, the place for people who love Chuck and the people who work on Chuck. The only show that takes you behind the scenes with the stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Zachary Levi. Joshua Gomez. Ryan McFarland. Adam Baldwin. Sarah Lancaster. Interactive interviews. Julia Lane. Phil Clemmer. All the cast. Dixon High. Tony Hale. Scott Krinsky. Mark Christopher Lawrence. Anita Federici. Fun hosts. This is Mel. This is Liz. Now you can see how wacko we are. The writers. Allie Adler. Scott Rosenbaum. Zev Farrow. The editors. Matt Barber. Jeff Granville. Kevin Mock. Contests. We are giving away a Chuck press kit. The directors. Jason Norman Buckley. The guest stars. Steve Austin. Kristen Griff. The music. This is Tim Jones. Guest hosts. I'm Kaylee from Toronto. Conventions. Lights come up and here comes Jeffster out on stage. Set visits. This is the guy right here. And much more. Are you ready? This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 80 for Thursday, February 10th, 2011. And boy, we had a fun episode of Chuck this week. We'll talk about it in a second, but first, the news. The ratings for this week's episode of Chuck, unfortunately, not so much news. Um, 1.7 in the 18 to 49 demo. Um, however, you know, Everything's relative. Um, the news didn't fare well for anything else. Harry's Law dropped to 1.7, and The Cape is on its way out with 1.3, which is that that's death terms. That kind of that's too bad. But that's what Chase was pulling, and NBC just put it on hiatus, which is basically see ya. Yeah. I'm sad. No more James Frain. Ah, <laughs> uh, he'll bounce back. That guy, he's in everything. Yeah, and and I mean, well, we we say it a lot, but uh, I mean, DVR numbers. I, I was just looking at some some DVR numbers, live plus seven, um, and it's amazing how much shows can bounce back when you factor all that. Yeah, and there are a lot of people that are quick to point out that oh, the live plus seven don't matter. They don't matter. It's just bragging rights. Except in the case of NBC, um, we had a. a a few weeks last fall when NBC gave press access to their internal ratings system mm-hmm. called Tammy. Uh, we mentioned that on a podcast a while ago. And it shows that they basically they have a pyramid and they've got broadcasting at the bottom. It's the, the largest weight of um, numbers that they look at. But then they also have um, online viewing. They've got DVR and they've got video on demand all counted. Mm-hmm. So NBC actually does look at that. They're trying to take into account all of the alternative viewing methods. Yeah. And everything is relative. If the cape dies uh, and Chuck is right next to the cape, Chuck looks better in in mm. relative terms. Yep. Boy, Mondays are rough for NBC. Yeah. Can't seem to catch a break. Yeah. and I mean, if they had something super promising to put next to it, maybe, but I don't know. Chuck is uh, is anchoring that slot in, as far as NBC is concerned. Yeah. Well, we do have reason to celebrate at the end of this month. Zachary Levi will be on stage at the Oscars. He is confirmed as a performer on the February 27th telecast. He'll be singing I See the Light from Tangled, which is nominated for an Oscar, alongside his co-star Mandy Moore, and Alan Minkin will be accompanying them. 
That'd be really, really cool. Very cool. Zachary Levi at the Oscars. Yay! I'm still not going to watch. No? Ah, oh, man. I, I just can't. I can't bring myself to watch that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I... I I'm sorry, but, like, you know, when I see these people get up on stage and they're like, Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Like, they didn't know. Well, sometimes they don't. <laughs> I mean, Halle Berry, I think that was genuine. They knew. Mm-hmm. But that was also, what, 10 years ago? I mean, I, oh, all right, all right. I, I get it. The adrenaline rush and, you know, you're finally able to let it out. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. I, and nobody that I like ever wins anyway. And all the, the you know, movies that win, I kind of go, what? Er? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. So, yeah. Even though I did, I did see the um, King's Speech this last week, and that is a great movie. It's still not here. It's in Podunk, Kansas. Really? No, no. We have one movie theater. You're kidding. No, and it stinks, literally. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can't. Just can't. I mean, my little, well, not little, but my 32 inch TV. It's not even a flat screen. Uh huh. It's better. <laughs> then I'm so I just wait for it to come out on DVD, or you know, if I'm out, out of town, I'll go watch something. It's wow. better. But no, ours is awful. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, and they don't get the little movies, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ah, get ready to put your what? Funny trails. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. And and we're back. <laughs> well, are you ready to put your mouse to work again? Well, we are. TVInsider.com, the subsidiary of TV Guide Magazine, is running their fan favorite polls right now. And Chuck is represented in multiple categories, including favorite actor, favorite actress, favorite couples who have, and favorite villain. So voting ends February 15th, so get on over there. Mm-hmm. And we've been getting a lot of queries about when Chuck Season 4 will resume in the U.K., um, unfortunately, we don't have an answer to that. From what UK Chucksters have told us, um, the channel that was carrying Chuck, Living Network, was recently sold to Sky, who appear to be taking a while to settle their programming plans. Um, we'll let you know as soon as a return date is confirmed, but in the meantime, you can purchase episodes from iTunes UK the day after they air in North America. I don't know if they have season passes there, but that might be a good investment if, if they do. And breaking news this week is that Chuck is back on iTunes US and iTunes Canada. Um, People have been asking and asking and asking, and Josh Schwartz finally uh, broke the the great news that it is back. And we're just assuming that Zune Marketplace and other other places that it might have been missing, uh, that it's going to be back there very, very quickly if it isn't already by the time this podcast comes out. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful news. Chuck is spreading again in the digital realm. So it seems like our news has not been that great news <laughs> this week. Fortunately. But the good news is that we have a really, really fun episode of Chuck to discuss. Uh, I mean, to me, this was probably... Um, I'm trying to think. It was probably the most fun episode since Honeymooners. Um, Chuck versus the Seduction Impossible with Roan. What did you guys think? I laughed so hard. Uh-huh. Like, almost from from the moment Clara opens her eyes and everybody's hovering over her. 
until you know the the end there where when Casey's you know watching Kathleen and it gets a little poignant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Even the songs that were picked for this episode were just well they were perfect but just hilarious. It just added to the humor. Mm-hmm. Sixteen tons for Roan. Right. <laughs> Working bars. at the buy more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So is that for Beckman dumps you now if you make him mad? <laughs> Somebody posited that that is what the Gretas were all about. Uh-huh. The Gretas were being punished, and that's why he kept getting a new one. <laughs> oh, that could be. Yeah, could be. Well, they, I mean, there was there was so much fun in this episode, and uh, as much as we knew what was coming, there was still a lot more to, um, to see. I mean, everything from that beginning scene with Clara and just the looks on their faces. <laughs> I mean, you could see Sarah and Casey in particular were like, they would prefer any mission in the entire world over, yes. <laughs> over this. Yes. I was really tickled to see that Casey was as panicked as Sarah. Yeah. For the wedding talk. That was funny. Well, and so was Chuck. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, he was, he was getting panicked. I think maybe because he could see how it was affecting Sarah mm-hmm. yeah, too, but yeah, that's overwhelming. But you know, I thought it was it was really cute to go back for a minute to that scene where they're all hovering over Clara. You know, Sarah's front and center, and Owen and on, and you know, Casey's there. The, everybody's there mm-hmm. with this baby, and just kind of reinforced the whole "yeah, we're all family" thing that yeah. we got it. Yeah. So I like that. I thought that was sweet. And and how much fun was it to see Mama B telling like spy stories to the baby <laughs> <laughs> with such a soothing voice? I know. And then the her prince ended up being Papa B. Yeah. So that means they apparently went on missions together, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. But. Another surprise was the fact that she was telling Clara the Sleeping Beauty tale, and I'm not kidding you, literally, like, three hours earlier, I wrote a piece for NiceGirlsTV.com mm-hmm. on Chuck Bartowski as Sleeping Beauty. On, I'm sorry? As Chuck Bartowski as Sleeping Beauty. As oh, yeah? Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, comparing the fairy tale to Chuck mm-hmm. and making him Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> wow. And Sarah as the prince. Yeah, and I just posted it, and then I'm watching the episode. I'm like, Are you "Kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> psychic." It's funny. Very, very cool. I liked her 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 take on how the princess was woke up with the with that kiss. Mm-hmm. He had the the um the um anecdote to the poison on his lips. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. I thought it was cute. I don't know. It was a tiny thing, but I thought it was cute. Yeah, and uh, and how about uh, Morgan? Um. Morgan was a, a lot of fun in this episode, but it was it was so cool to um, to see more development in that in that relationship. And I I gotta confess, when when Casey was coming to see Kathleen, I was so hopeful that there was going to be something there, and mm-hmm. I was I was pretty dashed when um, when he was dashed. <laughs> well, you know, I I felt a little sorry for him, but then the way that he reacted was he was happy for her and he felt good. He was relieved to see that as Alex said, her mom is happy. She's in a good place. Mm-hmm. 
And so I thought it was the more selfless and mature reaction on his part yeah. to be happy for her and not, you know, go storming in and say, but I'm your ex-fiance. Yeah. You make some big scene about it to just let her go and let her be happy. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, Casey's not in a position to settle down. So what was he going to go back to? What would that have done? You know, yeah. he's, he's a spy. He's a soldier. Mm-hmm. And and that's just that's who he is. And I just don't think that as much as he enjoys um, Chuck's family and that whole thing, I think it's nice. He still probably, I don't know, maybe looks at it from an outsider's point of view, even though he really isn't an outsider. But it's where he's comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's already got enough vulnerability with his daughter. I mean, yeah, for so- any spy, uh, it's especially of, of his level. Um, to have somebody that can make him vulnerable is a big deal. Yeah. I hope we're going to see Kathleen again. I hope that wasn't just our little. This is the way she's. This is why she's not a part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know. I hope we do get some interactions with her. But I did like how they had Casey handle that. Mm-hmm. Seemed fitting, and very poignant and sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how fun was it <laughs> to have the the no storyline <laughs> oh. oh. you, you got to build up to it with a little no <laughs> and then those situations where he he just said and like, he just told her no woman the <laughs> <laughs> look on her face the look on her face yeah no. i was thinking chuck you better sleep with the lights on tonight yeah. <laughs> you know when is he gonna learn when is he going to learn not to ever take advice from Morgan? Like that? <laughs> God, every time he does, he gets in trouble with Sarah. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Mind you, um, advice can backfire not just for Morgan. Um, the the whole thing where where Roan um, advises him to seduce Sarah, <laughs> and then she does it back to him, but even though he backfire. knows, even though he knows. That's exactly what she's doing. <laughs> He's still just so. Um, well, well, I guess anybody would be. Yeah, I mean, even I and I, you know, I love chucking a suit and trench coat, the sunglasses. I was like, yeah, yeah, bring it. But yeah, even me, Sarah wins. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. It was really good. So yeah. do you want to elope? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then as she's leaving. He's like, no, don't change forever. <laughs> and then in the very next scene, she's wearing a turtleneck and her hair is pulled back. And uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I'll show you. And then he calls her a ball and chain. Well, he doesn't really, but she's not really. Call me a ball and chain. <laughs> the banter in this, you know, it was kind of old school, like Hepburn and Tracy. And yeah. you know, some of those really excellent teams from, from the golden age of movies. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it reminds me of the banter in this one, which is written by Kristen Newman and Chris Dak, yeah. who need, need to team up on more stuff. Yeah. Let's do this often, guys. Yeah. I loved that Roan was in the background overlooking all of that, and he had his own bars to just throw in there. You know, like, <laughs> Joy, the whole scene playing out in front of him. <laughs> yeah. He spent yeah. a lot of this episode tied up. Yeah. He did. <laughs> he sure did. He didn't seem to mind, really. Yeah. You know, I liked him a lot better in this episode than I did the first time we met Roan. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot better. That was the John Larroquette that I liked mm-hmm. from, you know, Night Court. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a little I, less cynical, I think. Yeah. And it, it may be because he saw that Chuck and Sarah were together. They were in love. They were committed to each other. So he didn't really, you know, it, it worked out for them. Bravo. Hmm. Now, why are you fighting? <laughs> Never go on a mission angry. Yeah. And and another thing that struck me funny about the 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 Chuck and Sarah argument with the wedding. She wants to elope. He wants a big wedding. What a flip. Yeah. <laughs> because really, it's 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 really the day is all about the woman, the bride. It really is. You know, the guy. My husband used to tell me, just tell me, you know, when to show up and what time, yeah. <laughs> where and when, and. You just do everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much generally, am I right, Gray? It's yeah. pretty much generally guys are like, you know what? You just take care of all the plans. Just tell me where and when. Yeah. And here's Chuck. He wants, you know, the cake, the car, the whole darn thing. <laughs> well, I yeah. thought they tied that up nicely at the end when they finally got to the root of what it was that was causing Sarah to reject the big wedding was, well, who would sit on my side of the church? Mm-hmm. You know, who would be there for me? I don't have anyone. And Chuck, you know, bless his heart, he suddenly realizes it's been all about getting his family and protecting his family, getting his mother back. And now it's Sarah's turn. It's Sarah's turn to reconnect, for better or for worse, looking at next week's promo. Well, yeah. And but- it looks like a, like they've really opened the door to um, looking into Sarah's past. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they did that with, with Chuck. Though. Like when, yeah. when Chuck said, no matter what, I'm going to find my dad. And then they took several episodes to, to dig into that part of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, yeah. yeah. I hope we get that for Sarah. But, um, mm-hmm. but she was awfully reluctant. She was not, he was saying, you know, basically vowing to, to find her family and, you know, reconnect her the way that now that his family is all together and he's feeling confident and he wants the same for her. She mm. did not seem enthusiastic about that. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find like, out why. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. how much fun was the General Beckman story by? <laughs> the Neon. time. Oh my God. Oh, the, I mean, the stuff, the, the wall in Germany. Um, <laughs> the bazooka. I'm sorry. That like out of out of all of the um, images from this season, General Beckman with the bazooka is going to stand in my my mind. I thought yeah. she was going to fall over with that thing. Oh, She's little. <laughs> yeah. She I was really that. tickled. That, I was I was really tickled that she decided that she assigned them a personal mission. You know, mm-hmm. she flat out said, this is off the books. Yeah. They'll yeah. get round. And Chuck's like, what? And Sarah and Casey are smirking. Well, there's a history. Uh, Florida yeah. 2000. <laughs> Berlin 89. <laughs> yeah. 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 You kind of knew something was up when you first see her. She pops up on the screen and she's got a drink in her hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and, act- and actually, the um, it was really, really good writing, I thought, with the the whole how integrated the villain was into this like love triangle with Rowan and, and, um, and that whole, that whole scene where he's talking to her on the phone, I thought was really, really cleverly written. That was clever. 
Because I was thinking, is this his daughter? Who is he talking to? Mm-hmm. You know, it's more affectionate than I would have expected, but yeah. She was, yeah, she was pretty great. Yeah. And she was, you know, running things. She got to stay in the van <laughs> for a change and yeah. run things. And, and then we had Casey trapped in the wall. Yeah. Uh, the 127 hours. Uh, ready reference. to cut his arm off to get out of there because he's stuck. Yeah. 127 hours reference. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and then he saves the day with the gun through the holes after he'd almost been shot. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty clever. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And and in the end, how Beckman is the one who basically turns Roan down. Mm-hmm. Or at least, well, not exactly turns him down, but this whole time he's been afraid of letting her down and really she was thinking the same thing mm-hmm. that was pretty nice yeah yeah come to a mutual understanding at the end there which was which was nice mm-hmm. and it was it was so lovely to just see her let down her hair and be like we see Literally. her outside of that i mean r- really <laughs> the first three seasons of chuck she pretty much could have been in the same room most of the time mm-hmm. um so it was nice to see her so much out of that uh that sitting at the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing her in this in this episode. Um I don't know, I kinda thought it was her episode. Mm-hmm. It felt like it. Which yeah. surprised me. It's not what I expected given the promos and the synopsis that was released, but it I think this was Beckman's episode. Yeah. Though I mean, a lot of characters got serviced. I mean yeah, they did. We we had significant advancement in in Casey's relationship with um I mean both his his daughter and Morgan and and Kathleen. We we had all of this uh, this wedding storyline with uh, with Chuck and Sarah um mm-hmm. and obviously getting past some significant um issues there and uh, uh I mean Roan had some great great scenes. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean and and then Mama B and Ellie, which uh, actually, if anything, the one thing that I think so, some people were disappointed about, I know Lou mentioned it on his um, review, was uh, how quickly Ellie dismissed Mama B. What do you guys think about that? Dismissed her or? Well, in the sense her? that uh, she, she, it seemed like for the longest time that Ellie was really wanting to be involved. Um or wanting to have her involved and and dreaming that that her mom could be part of her life again, and now that Mama B is around and and taking care of the baby, it seemed like Ellie just pushed her away at the end. That's not how I took it. Did you? Liz? No, I didn't see that at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No, to me it was Ellie recognizing that Mary is not a person who can retire, or she's not ready to retire. Yeah, she's not ready to be a full time grandma. The, and the, oh, sorry. She, go ahead. She, Ellie didn't want to keep her from doing what she loves, which is being a spy, yeah. and she's really good at it. The, so the, the she only basically th- released her. Yeah. the The only thing I think that I wanted to see there, I guess, is it would have made that that would have totally made sense to me if we saw Ellie 
like recognizing a sign that she was not happy to be with a baby. But out of everybody well, through the whole episode, um, it seems like she's totally content with this baby being the grandma. That's not the issue, though. Mm-hmm. She is content, but she's not. It's not going, it's not, she's not her life. Claire's not her life. And that's what Ellie said. You know, she, mm-hmm. I'm the one that needs to do that. You're the grandma. Yeah. You know, Ellie's the one that needs, because Mary said, you know, I want to give her everything and be here for her all the time. And Ellie said, well, that's my job, which is true. Right. You know, so Mary is welcome to come back and visit. I'll, you know, I, I never got that she was like banned or anything or, you know, pushed mm-hmm. away, but basically to me, Ellie was saying, it's okay. Go ahead and go back and to your job and do what you love. We'll be here. You know, just like my mother with her grandkids. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. My mom's not a spy. Don't mean <laughs> <laughs> but, well, neither is mine. And she was a great help when my kids were born for the first week. But then after a while, you're like, you, you know, you just want everybody to leave anyway. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the first one. Yeah. So there might have been a little bit of that too, you know. Mm-hmm. Ellie and Devin wanting to just be the three of them. You know, you get to that point where you just want it to be the three of them for a while. Mm-hmm. It's interesting guess... though that it's kind of a, I wonder if that's a gender lens there. Yeah, yeah it could be. Fans, tell us if you're male or female and what you thought of that scene. What you thought mm-hmm. Ellie's thinking was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I I guess, I mean, everybody comes at it from a different place. I I mean, I, I know with me, like both my parents died about 10 years ago and they, they weren't a part of my daughter's life. And so to me, I think I'm probably a lot more sensitive to that than most people. Well, I can see that, but at the same time, can you imagine them there 24 seven when she was a baby? How long would you have been able to handle that? Mm. Nah. Yeah. When, when, when you've lost them? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If you could just imagine, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I could see where you're coming from. That makes sense. Yeah. But we also found out that Ellie does not know that Chuck is a spy. Mm-hmm. And Mary would not meet her eyes when she was saying that. Yeah. So I really thought that Ellie, or yeah, that Ellie suspected at the very least. Hmm. I mean, but I guess she's been busy. Yeah. Being pregnant and being a doctor and having a baby and taking yeah. care of Devin. So I wonder when she's going to find out and how she's going to find out. I don't know. I wonder why uh, they're taking us down that road again. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like the her her willingness to accept Mary as a spy would mean that she'd be okay with Chuck being a spy. Maybe she's kind of letting go of her fear a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe now you that know, she has her own daughter to mother, she doesn't need right. to yeah. So I could see that whole, her her feeling changing on that, you know. And yeah. I don't know. You know, to me, Chuck is always going to be her her little brother. And no matter what he's doing, no matter what job he's doing, she's – you know, he, she's going to be mad for a while, but she'll be happy in the same shoes she got mad in. Hmm. So, yeah. you know, she just let her find out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the only way I could see this working out well 
is if they go down a road where Ellie needs Chuck to be a spy. I would well, like she to did see it. That. Coup d'état. Yeah. And she still, she still didn't get it. Yeah. It's it's funny because she's so um, smart on so many levels. It's so bizarre that she can't <laughs> piece that together. But well, I think what you want to see. I think that's why it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. You know, is it just she isn't a, a stupid woman, and she's not on non-observant. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she gets what's going on around her. So for for this to be a blind area with her, just it doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I just i I don't like it. <laughs> yeah well plain and simple yeah okay. i guess uh, i guess we gotta wait to find out how it's gonna play out yeah. to really judge about it but um just a couple little fun other things i think are left in the episode um the whole <laughs> scene where casey has to seduce that uh <laughs> he's like i got this done. <laughs> yeah that was just fun i mean that was total fun yeah uh, and I actually thought he was going to when when he talked about the gun first, and and it seemed like if if there was any woman that Casey could, this would be it. He almost had her. Yeah, almost had her. Yeah. He almost had her. He was this close. Yeah. But how much uh, did you love Rowan back there going, no, no, he failed for a try. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Casey, we all have our strengths. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Rowan and polyester. <laughs> Scout in a rash. Yeah. Uh, this is an episode that I have to just all on its own. I have to own it. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I think I have to say that this is my most favorite episode all time. Chuck episode. Oh yeah. Yes. It's just how fun. It it was it it was so much fun and I love this whole season of Chuck. Because mm-hmm. for so many reasons, for, you know, the, the Chuck and Sarah thing coming together, the, the Morgan, you know, um, maturing, the, the Casey thing, just everything about this season has been really wonderful to me. But this episode, it's just my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. That that humor, that, that kind of, you know, like Mel said in the beginning of the program, or what, or what we were talking about, the um, the throwbacks to the old TV. Yeah, that made us laugh all the time. Yeah, and it looks like that you put on when you need a good laugh. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like next week is going to be a lot of fun too. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess. uh, Well, there's there's one little angsty thing that fans seem to want to comment on mm -hmm. frequently, and we've actually had a couple of emails come in wanting us to ask the production team why Sarah was not wearing her ring. She wore it in Castle, but she wasn't wearing it in pretty much every other scene. And I don't know, and I really don't care. (laughs) The whole episode, they were talking about getting married and their wedding plans. So, I I don't know. The ring, I I must just not be all that attached to jewelry. Yeah, ring. I don't care. And, I mean, I would would think that in any spy mission that she would take off recognizable jewelry like that. Yeah. She's not going to wear her engagement ring there. And she wasn't wearing it in bed, which didn't strike me as odd because I don't wear rings or, you know, any jewelry to bed. Although 
Liz and I were talking about it earlier, and she does wear hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't take mine off. Yeah, that's a personal preference thing, I guess. But in the belly dancing scene, you know, she had those bells on her fingers. I don't know that she could have worn a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really think I want to waste a question on that. But <laughs> if we get the opportunity. Yeah, I think it. I mean, when she did wear it, they had a, they made sure to have a a shot focusing on it. Right. Um. I don't. Know if, yeah, it doesn't bug me. No, I doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I, but I do want to say that I I really loved the belly dancing. Mm-hmm. I think it's that Yvonne did. She was so beautiful. You know, she was so graceful. Her movements were so gorgeous. I. Uh, she was stunning in that scene. I was I impressed she could do it. I mean, not everybody can. <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough. It's not easy to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I did try many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other set of muscles. Yes. Yeah. To do that. And to be so graceful and elegant with it. Yeah. Is, yeah. Props to Yvonne. That was really, you know, it's, it's easy to give her kudos when she has these big fight scenes, like in phase three, but I don't know. It seems to me like the belly dancing would take just as much skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know if she's taken lessons or if there was just somebody called in specially for that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to know. That's a question that I want to know. Okay. Yeah. We'll ask about that <laughs> and the, the ring. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think uh, that's probably a good place to uh, end this discussion of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all all in all, a very, very strong episode of Chuck, and it does look like next week is going to be uh, equally strong. So I hope um, I hope everybody watches live. Yeah. But uh, I guess it's time to thank our sponsors. And now we want to thank our sponsors, ielabs.com, makers of award-winning ActionBlue AVCHD conversion software, which offers full HD videos on regular DVD discs. It even works with HD clips from the newest iPhone 4. You can get your free trial of the software at ielabs.com. We also want to thank moviemorons.com for supporting Check Versus the Podcast. Movie Morons is a podcast all about film, so if you are inclined to find out what movies you should be watching this fall, check out MovieMorons.com. And SyrianJunkies.de. We want to thank them for supporting us as well. Hello, this is Christina Caramel from Serien Junkies TV. Are you addicted to TV shows? Be our guests and learn the latest news and reflections on what's going on in the world of TV series. Well, our show is in German, but maybe you want to drop in anyway? Then visit www.serienjunkies.de and watch out for our video podcast. See you. We're going to start to wrap things up, but I did want to mention that, of course, next week is Valentine's Day, and it actually fits quite well with uh, with this episode of Chuck that aired this week. Um, but, uh, next week will be a slightly shorter podcast and it will be out on Friday because not only is it Valentine's day, but it's also, uh, my wife and my 10th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Yep. I can't believe 10 years. Pretty, pretty cool. And actually because of that, uh, there will also not be a TV writer podcast that week. Um, so if you're looking for that, it's not there, <laughs> but, uh, we will be back next week and the following week and every week that Chuck is on, we will be on.
And remember, if you have any questions or comments to share, please email those to us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. And be sure to join us at chucktv.net on Monday, February 14th for the live chat during the next episode. And we will be there. Mm-hmm. And I will be there in the spoiler section this time. But if you don't want to be, you don't have to be. Um, so you can turn the podcast off now if uh, if that's what you want. But do remember to watch Chuck Live Monday night at 8 o'clock. Let's get those ratings up. Yeah. But uh, You're not going to want to miss this one. Yeah, you don't want to miss this one. Karina's back. We've got Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, Yay! We've got, uh, what, what is that team of, of Sarah's? What's it called again? The Cat Squad. The Cat Squad. You don't want to miss the Cat Squad. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I guess we'll we'll see you virtually then. Yeah. And uh, have a great week if you don't want to watch the spoilers. Bye-bye. And we're back. Now, what have you got for us? Well, I have some more information about the Cat Squad. Mm-hmm. This is episode 415, Chuck versus the Cat Squad, which airs Monday, February 14th. Chuck invites trouble when he reunites Sarah with her old spy team. Lou Diamond Phillips, Minnie Anton, and McKinnon Melvin guest star. Chuck surprises Sarah with her old spy team, the Cat Squad, leading to a mission in Rio. Mm. Ah, as the Cat Squad works to settle a score with Augusto Gaez, guest star Lou Diamond Phillips, Old secrets and grudges come to light. Back at the Bymore, Morgan sends off the advances of Karina, a former flame and member of the Cat Squad. Adam Baldwin, Sarah Lancaster, and Benita Frigerici also star. And we've got some photos from this episode posted at checktv.net. There's a really cool one where Sarah and two other members of the Cat Squad are looking quite um, Charlie's Angels-ish <laughs> They're in their poses. So it looks exciting. Cannot wait for this. Yeah. And then Karina, up to her old tricks. Mm-hmm. And she meets I... Alex. We saw that in the preview. Yeah. She does Alex. Always a spicy episode when Karina's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Zach Tewitt's reporting that Volkoff's lawyer will be played by Ray Weiss. I'm really excited about that because you probably remember him playing Satan on the CW series Reaper. Um I mean, who better to play Volkoff's lawyer, right? <laughs> Satan himself. Yeah. Wise is introduced in episode 415, Chuck versus the Masquerade. This is also when we will see Lauren Cohen and Robin Givens, as reported by us earlier at ChuckTV.net. I don't know about you all, but this pairing, Wise and Dalton, is going to be dynamic, and I can't wait. i just mm-hmm. so totally stoked about that. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. That's been really cool casting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what show does guest casting better than Chuck? I don't know. You know, there are times when they they announce somebody that they've cast in a guest role, and you're like, "Stop!" Ah, of course. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. They need to be on Chuck. Yeah, but Ray Wise, absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. Why hasn't he been on Chuck already? Yeah. Because they were waiting for this moment. Exactly. <laughs> And the next one, I'm very, very excited about Lauren Cohen, last seen on The Vampire Diaries as Vampire Rose. I thought she did just a tremendous, tremendous job uh, in The Vampire Diaries. Um, She's going to be in a five-episode arc on Chuck as Vivian, an Oxford scholar 
with a father who turns out to be a criminal mastermind. Much has been speculated about this character, especially with the tan with tantalizing clues dropping, like she shares more in common with Chuck than he expected. Is she Volkov's daughter, um, Chuck's half-sister? In an interview with EW, Lauren shed some light on her role. The character's fun. She's actually been uh, such a nice departure from the dark ages, she jokes. <laughs> She's not quite bumbling. She's a well-educated well person with no purpose who just kind of gets unwittingly wrenched into this CIA world. This girl is kind of like, I don't know what to do with my life. And then the CIA arrives and they're like, you have all these skills. Come with us. We don't actually know what her role is going to be. The CIA comes to protect her and then events turn. Mm -hmm. Cohen says those skills involve weaponry, languages, karate, and that Vivian is also an equestrian. Fortunately, Cohen is a quick learner. It was really funny because in the breakdown it said, must be an experienced horse rider. And I went for the audition and I booked the job and I called them and I said, they do know that I couldn't just jump on a horse and like run, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, 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 it's fine. In the end, they don't want any of their actors doing really dangerous stuff anyway. They teach you as much as they can and then they have amazing pros do the other stuff. But from the paragraph above, it sounds like Vivian becomes a CIA asset, which certainly gives her something in, in common with Chuck. It also means her father probably won't be happy when he finds out she's working for the CIA. Earlier in the article, she's identified as Vivian MacArthur, which doesn't completely rule out Volkov as her father, but does keep us guessing. And yes, we know she's listed as Vivian Volkov on IMDb, but uh, as we mentioned last week, anybody can submit inf information there without verifying it, so... For right now, we're not calling that definitive. But what we do know, five episodes and with all of those skills involved, uh, sounds like there's going to be a lot of action with her and it'll be a lot of fun. I'm so looking forward to having her on check. Yeah. Oh, I, I really too. like her. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yet, yet another great guest cast here. Yeah. And, yep. and particularly if she's in for a five episode arc, she yeah. she's, I mean, she can play such a layered character mm -hmm. um so i i think that's a, a really really smart choice yeah i think she was a good choice for this and if she's starting out kind of bumbling i think that's going to be interesting mm -hmm. we've never really seen a female chuck have we not you know, bumbling kind of, like that no no you know mm -hmm. we've, we've seen morgan kind of become chuck 2.0 and mm -hmm. manoush had his own you know, a little portable intersect and was, didn't have the greatest social skills. Yeah. But this will be the first time we've seen a woman. Yeah. It'd be nice to, it nice to see like a female manouche or a, you know, mm -hmm. to go into those areas, especially yeah. now that, that Chuck is so secure with Sarah. Mm -hmm. um, it'd it'd yeah. be kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. But first the cat squad. Yeah. First the cat squad. <laughs> And then um, we're back to mythology. Yeah. So I guess uh, on that note, we will reconvene when we've got Cat Squad to talk about. That's right. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank everybody for watching. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day and a wonderful time watching Chuck. And we'll see you virtually next week. Bye, Texters. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>